Judy Ray, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. One of our beliefs, which we've shared for years on both the Healing Quest television and radio shows, is the concept that true health is more than simply the absence of illness. That in order to really achieve that optimum well-being that we're all looking for, we really need to be paying attention to our mind, body, and soul. That concept has become much more mainstream in the last couple decades. It, you know, it's it's been really exciting to be part of seeing that concept move from the fringe or what we sometimes call the the leading or or, or bleeding edge when we started producing Healing Quest twenty years ago um, to mainstream America. It's been exciting to be part of that movement in the media for the past couple decades. Someone I met along this journey has also been practicing and teaching those principles for decades. Mary Beth Jansen is a nationally known expert on self-care, and it's a key concept in one of her books titled The Book of Self-Care, Remedies for a Healing Mind, Body, and Soul. So this week, I wanted to share with you my conversation with Mary Beth, where she shares a few of those insights. Mary Beth, welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. I'm humbled and honored to be here. Thank you for welcoming me. Well, thank you for doing this. You know, in full disclosure, we've been big fans of Mary Beth's work for a long time. (laughs) And you do many, many things, and you have many disciplines that you are are, are very accomplished in. I mean, Ayurvedic. Why don't you tell us? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'll make it very brief, the Reader's Digest version. Okay. I left... uh, Many, many years in the corporate world after meeting Dr. Deepak Chopra mm-hmm. at an event here in Chicagoland, Journey into Healing, with healthcare professionals surrounding me. And I just knew that that was something that I wanted to go further in and became a certified Ayurveda educator through the Chopra Center for Wellbeing. Then, of course, started my own company as well with a full curriculum of mind, body, health, and stress management offerings. For not only the medical profession, but also I do quite a bit of work in the spa world and um, also teach in higher learning settings and to the public at large in terms of integrative medicine. Very much that is what Ayurveda is. It is mind-body medicine. And uh, it involves everything from healing breath work or pranayama, which means the science of breathing, It also includes certainly yoga, but yoga going much further than simply trying to fit your ankle behind your neck. (laughs) (laughs) The eight-limb path to yoga includes healing breath work, healing movement, meditation, and a number of other um, approaches. And then also sensory awareness and sensory modulation techniques because your senses truly are the sacred gateways to your consciousness. Well, we all have this perception of what karma is. When we look at talking about a karma cleanse, many people have this idea of the big gotcha being around the corner to get someone for whatever they've done in the past. So we can talk about either love-based karma or fear-based karma. Hey, we're all imperfect human beings doing the best that we possibly can, and there are those times that through our frailties that we perhaps can hurt another being, but how do you approach cleansing yourself of that karma. And my take on that in the book is that wherever you possibly can, with full awareness, with an expanded consciousness, 
send loving kindness and compassion and forgiveness, which is all just beautiful healing energy, to not only yourself first and foremost, because we tend to be hardest on ourselves sometimes. Oh, yes. (laughs) But then certainly send that out to whoever you need to send that out to. And that is love-based karma, as far as I'm concerned. It's not the more so what goes around comes around, but more a matter of whatever has taken place in a relationship that you're in, or something that's taken place with you where um, there has been something that has gone wrong to forgive yourself mm-hmm. and love yourself. Well, that, so that's oversimplifying, greatly oversimplifying it, but hopefully that answers your question. Well, more. they'll have to get the book to, to get the <laughs> full story there. You know, the book is on self-care, and, and I know some people think when you say, you know, it's really important that you're taking care of yourself, a lot of people interpret that to mean that you're being selfish. And I really would like you to address that, you know, just briefly, and that, that that's not the case. Absolutely not. And I, I, I have seen that thought process out there, but how can you serve others? And those are the important questions in fulfilling our dharma in life. And that is, how may I serve as opposed to what's in it for me? And so in terms of being able to reach out and serve, you know, humanity, to serve the planet, certainly to take good care of ourselves is the beginning of that, because how can we serve anyone else if our cup is empty? And so um, that's that's the viewpoint in uh, the book of self-care, Healing Remedies for Mind, Body, Soul, in that we begin first and foremost with ourselves to do whatever we can to help ourselves learn and grow and expand our consciousness to the best that we possibly can, because that's the ultimate right here that we're talking about. We're not talking about living our lives on a day-to-day basis, flying by the seat of our pants from a constricted consciousness where we don't step out of our belief systems, where we're more closed-minded and inflexible versus open-minded and flexible to what this beautiful, amazing world has to offer us. Mindfulness is being present in each and every moment to the best of our ability. You know, we all fall back. Again, we're, imper- we're, not, we're not perfect. We're not a perfect individual. So no. I have those moments where I fall back, and I, but I catch myself, and I can reset the reset button because of my practice, my meditation practice, which is the training method by which to become more mindful, to be able to drop from the mind into the heart and come from the heart, the decisions we're making for ourselves and our loved ones and this planet every single day. There are a number of those, of course, but whether we call them beauty rituals or spiritual rituals for beautifying this amazing, beautiful body of ours that is the earthly vessel for our spirit. So that's the take on it in the book is that it's not simply a matter about something aesthetically being done to be prettier, but more so it's a matter of understanding that this body is the earthly vessel for spirit. So whatever we do to beautify our body is helping us to tune in and become more connected to that spiritual layer of our being, because after all, we're multidimensional beings. We all have a mind, we all have a body, 
and we all have a spirit, but most folks are spending the larger percentage of their day in the layer of the mind. That's right. Finally, just one more quick question here, and that's you also talk about exercises for calm and centered living, and you kind of talked about that with your meditation. Is there any other quick tip you'd have for someone? Any kind of physical activity can be a meditation in motion. Yes, meditation can bring you into the moment 24-7 as long as you're practicing and showing up every day. So whether it's physical activity and I'm doing my yoga practice, whether I'm going for a beautiful walk out into the woods, that can be a meditation for me, the way I become exquisitely present to everything that's surrounding me. Meditation is a prime pump for compassion. So well, we like yeah, that. It's also an exercise. Mary Beth, thanks so much for being with us today. Again, very humbled and honored, Judy. You are a beautiful soul in my life. So. And you and mine. Yeah. Have a great day, and we'll speak to you again soon. Very good, Judy. Take care. Mary Beth is truly a wild woman with so much wisdom. She is such a wonderful inspiration to all of us on how we can really live our best lives. Well, we didn't talk about taming our inner critics, but that certainly is a big part of self-care for me. And I'm guessing it might be for some of you as well. And I find that just being mindful of, of that fact helps me remember to be as kind to myself every day as I am to others. So hopefully uh, that'll be a little takeaway for you as well. Now you can find out more about uh, Mary Beth's work at marybethjansen.com. And that's Jansen, J-A-N-S-S-E-N.com. And you can find out all about her there. Thanks for listening to my Wild Woman Wisdom podcast on nowwithpurpose.com. You can find all of my podcasts on their site or at my website, wildwomanwisdom.org. So do something nice for yourself this week. Maybe start by putting some fun on your calendar. That's what I'm planning on doing. Have a great week. I'm taming my inner critic. You have no power over me. I'm taming my inner critic. Knowing my words.